0: Welcome to AFCON with Clive Podcast in partnership with Breeze Travel and Safaris, your trusted travel experts. Ready for your next adventure? Call us at plus 256-772-587273 or 414 or 0751-043066. Now, let's explore the thrilling world of African football with Clive.
1: La Côte d'Ivoire,
2: Espirante d'Hospitalité, reçoit l'Afrique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Jour de fête. Mm-hmm. C'est quoi? <laughs> Yes, uh, greetings and uh, welcome to the Afcon with the uh, Clive um, podcast. Uh, it is a match day and the grand finale of the 34th edition of the Africa Cup of Nations uh, is happening today here in Ivory Coast, a beam stadium. The host, cote Divoire, will be taking on Nigeria and we are waiting to see who will be crowned the champion of uh, Africa. Where I am, I won't say uh, because uh, it is a kind of a tongue twister. Uh, but of course, uh, on the podcast, I am... Um, joined by five guests uh, from three different nationalities. Uh, we also have uh, uh, fans uh, who don't want to say a word, but um, uh, probably uh, they will be uh, joining us now. I don't know whether I should start with uh, which nationality has the most Africa Cup of Nations or which, or, or which yeah. nationality, really. <laughs> no, I'll start with the gentleman on uh, my immediate left. Uh, you can just uh, tell us your name and where you're coming from.
2: <coughs> my name is. Andrew Rina from Kenya, the most successful country in the Olympics. That's where my pride is. We are, we are, we are here for Afcon issues, eh? not Olympics. <laughs> no, just, just just, just, so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I'm a student here at uh, Felix Ufo Um University, the Paul Scientific um, campus, doing
3: my master's. Thank you, Clive. You traveled how many kilometers to get an education? Goodness.
2: Six hours on a flight. I don't know why. <laughs> six hours. On our flight, it is a long journey, but we are here, trying to figure out our 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 our, our, our friends and
4: our everything else here. Yeah.
3: Hello sir, your name and uh, where you come from? Uh, my
4: name is Abraham from Ghana. Um, yeah, I'm also a student here at Felix Foufoué Boanyi University. I'm studying French. I'm a French student, so I'm basically doing a
3: language immersion program. Yes sir, greetings. Uh, your name and uh, what you do here at uh, the
5: university. Okay, I'm um, also also studying French from Ghana. Had
3: referring to yourself as assistant coach, do you mind throwing more lights?
5: Oh, okay. I've been a coach before, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a technical coach, coach Milo. We back in Ghana. Oh, yes, coaching a lot of teams. Yeah, I got signed some years back. That was the Blasters, Stars, blast Yeah. So very soon they will call me for the main.
3: Because uh, I had over five hundred uh, coaches applied for the vacant job over at yeah. the
5: Black Stars. Are you? Uh, for me, I don't apply. They'll call me, and come, and win the come and win the live and colored, yeah. I'm
1: Selom from Ghana, also a French student here to immerse myself in the country, the culture, everything, and also here to enjoy a good diverse victory in the AFCON. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my name is Wycliffe Talema, I'm from
6: Uganda. I'm a student, I'm doing a Master's of Science Policy in Biodiversity at the University of Uferd-Bueni, mm-hmm. Thank you
3: sometimes because it looks like uh, we might be overpowered uh, during this discussion yeah. so don't just say I'm from Uganda you say I'm from the most beautiful country in the world the Uganda, okay, I can, the yeah. pearl of Africa <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, uh, g- gentlemen uh, I'll probably I'll start with you Andrew, the Africa Cup of Nations first of all how has the experience been like for you, of course you're like us and uh, we if Uganda is not playing at this year's Afcon but how has the experience been like being in a country that is hosting a uh, tournament that is huge as the Africa Cup of Nations?
2: Honestly I did not think this this tournament is this big um, I'm actually looking for it, forward for it when it's coming to East Africa so 2027 will be big and I do not know if we'll be able to reach the heights this, the, the, the Ivorians have actually shown mm. us here. The experience has been amazing, uh, the stadiums have been really nice, um, the games have been more than uh, beautiful the people here have been beautiful so it's, it's, it's just been really good, it's been all altogether good. What was the environment like before the AFCON and uh, during the AFCON? So being here and knowing it, it's always been party like but with the AFCON it's moved up notches and especially with the qualification of Ivory Coast in every round after the Morocco-Zambia game moving forward it's been party after party after party. I don't know who wins the final later today um, but I do know that tomorrow morning people won't be working whatever the case there'll be too much party or crying but people are not going to work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I actually have it on record that uh, if I ever, win the Africa Cup of Nations, Monday, tomorrow is a public yes. holiday. So, Abraham, how has the tournament been for you who comes from a country that comes for these competitions with very high expectations of winning the AFCON. I mean, for most, for a lot of,
4: we've, we've won the cup five times already. So four, yes. four, four, four. four, four, four. Four? Four, the, the last one in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> that does not matter. It still counts. We've won it four times. So, yeah, I feel like yeah, it's been great watching the matches coming so far. Yes, we came with high expectations, but they showed us <laughs> we should change our minds from now on (laughs) why do you think you guys got it wrong I I really don't know if it's the management or the players I feel like there's been a lot of or lack of communication among the players on the pitch like for for years now and they need to do something about that Mm. but yeah some of the players try their best you see like they are trying to win something and then there, there are others that are like, we have been called to represent let's just represent and go. So yeah I, hopefully things change
3: and then we could be in the finals like consecutively for years we'll be there. <laughs> uh, but by and large uh, the, the competition, how has the experience of the Africa Cup of Nations have been like for you? Being in the host country mm. oh, it's been wonderful when you meet the people
4: around, especially on, on Ivory Coast match days everyone with their yellow shirts um, orange shirts, sorry, like it's it's just a very nice atmosphere mm. being around. And then uh, for the semi-final match after they won, it was nice. I don't know if you've heard their the official song for the AFCON, Le mato
6: Oh!
4: Wow, very nice song.
3: Good and now right? we have French students here, yeah, so they were probably yes. t- telling, letting us know what uh, exactly uh, the song means. So whenever they win and you're around, oh, you just have
4: to be there.
0: Like <laughs> it's it's a party
4: every time. And hopefully today if they win again it's going to be the biggest party. Mm-hmm.
3: You know there is a song in Ghana called Part After Fat," yeah, yes. my big thriller it Is it big here? Yeah, it's a Ghana song. You thought it's a Ghana yes, song? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, now I'll come to you guys uh, later. Yes, um, uh, weekly, um, the, the, the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, for you, <laughs> how has the experience um been like?
6: Yeah, I think I've I've been lucky in that uh, Cote d'Ivoire has hosted the African Cup of Nations in the very time that I was here studying, and I I feel like it's going to be a continuation uh in 2020. 2027, when Uganda, Kenya, and Tanzania will be hosting also the African Cup of Nations. Uh, Generally, um, I think the people here, football is developed here and Everyone loves football here, and you can see the people love their team even when you're moving on the streets. Everyone is putting on their jazz and they are singing the Ivorian songs. It's it's really it's really been a very wonderful experience. I've loved it. Yes,
3: a yes, Asilemon, the Ivorian song. I mean, I've watched uh, football in stadiums, I've watched football in fan parks, but every time this song plays. No one stays seated; like everyone has to get off their feet. Just help us
1: understand what the hammer blow is all about. So the hammer blow basically talks about how they've come. They are here to win the trophy. The whole song is really talking about how they are here to win. They are not here to just play. So from the beginning to the end, everything, most of the things they say, is just that they are not here to play. It's not a joke. They're here to take <laughs> the trophy. But the beats and everything it sounds fun, but it's not a joke. So they are here to win. I remember we went to town one woman told them that if they don't win t- today, it's today, right? Mm. It's going to be a very, very, it's not going to be easy over here. <laughs> so, personally, me, I am Ivorian today. I'm not Ghanaian. <laughs> I am Ivorian today. I'm supporting them. We'll get the jersey. We'll wear it orange. We'll be there.
3: You're saying you're Ivorian today. I mean, how how does it feel the two titles Ivory Coast of War, 1992 in Senegal, 2015 in Equatorial Guinea. On both occasions, they beat Ghana to win the championship. But today you're declaring you're
1: To in, in all honesty, if they win today, that makes it three. They still, we still have four. So I can hit on them another day. Today, <laughs> in their, I'm in their land, I'm with them. Although sure.
3: you make it sound like it's not about wanting Côte d'Ivoire to win, but you also know that if Nigeria win, they are getting to four. <laughs>
1: they are, they are in Ghana. Everybody knows that Nigeria and Ghana do not mix. So that is another part. Because on social media from the beginning of the tournament so now they have been dragging us left, right, center, every day, every win, Every match they win, you would think they played Ghana that day mm-hmm. and beat Ghana. Not the other country they played. It's always about Ghana. How they will laugh at Ghana. Their players Victor Boniface, Osimen, all of them always trolling Ghana. So personally, I do not want to see Nigeria leave the trophy.
0: Mm.
3: I do not. Coach, you're very attentive listening to all the submission. First of all, since you're a football coach, I'll take you back to the the, the black stars. Where, where do you think Ghana got
5: it wrong at the Afcon this time now? Technically. Oh. <laughs> the, <coach. That's> <laughs> the problem, you see, for our first match, I think we nearly drew it um to the vet, But they had a late, elite, a elite a minute goal. And that goal, the goal that we considered was senseless. Because one me I'll blame our technical team. The whole boat. We have to change the whole boat from the GFA president to our players the players i i think we have good players better players outside also in our local team i won't take you far we have kudos we have ayu everybody is very good but the problem is how to use them and you see, we have poor poor keepers, to be frank we don't have very good keepers, our keeper when you look at his height, you will be afraid but he catches nothing, (laughs) yes, I don't know but the main problem why we we were out of the tournament is one, lack of communication and devotion, I see that uh, a lot of the players, they are not devoted to what they are doing unlike the time of Samojan, Stephen Apia, you see, that time, they were playing the match with devotion, they are devoted for what they are doing, when they are not looking out for money, they are not looking out for fame. When they are singing the national anthem, you can see in their faces that these people are serious. They will be singing with passion, frowning, because no time to laugh. Uh, you see these people, national anthem, somebody will be chewing them, looking like they won't even open their mouth to sing, as if they are not even Ghanaian. So I see that, one, because they've had that international exposure, that time that we were winning the trophies, most of our players were local players. And they weren't having that international exposure as current situation our team is having now. That's one major thing, because when they come here, they think... The money that they will get from the the team is not that huge as compared to what they will get outside. A lot of our players, when they are in our various clubs, the way they play, we see how they are devoted, how they put themselves in the match. When they come here, when they will consider the amount they are getting, and why should I stress myself? Because if I get hurt or injured, you will you run at, at um, his, his club. So those are basic things that um, is pulling us down, but... We still have hope we are black stars the only star the black star that shines oh, the, uh, and uh, the, shines the, bright
3: there's a arambesta here yeah. Yeah, so so that is not much
5: to talk about <laughs> no, but
3: for, I, will, uh, I will say this,
2: yeah probably one of the most successful teams yeah, in four Africa titles. four titles, yeah. not only that but it's really tragic that they haven't, that particular crop of players were not able to get a, an AFCON, Um, 2010 I think the 2020, 2020 when did they win the under 21? 20, 20, 2008 maybe, uh, around that time Um, and then 2010 they ended up going to the finals of Angola yeah. 2010 again they ended up carrying the Africa, the hopes of the African continent in the World oh, Cup, no. and um, it's really unfortunate that that crop of footballers were not able to carry an African Cup. But nonetheless, I am a Kenyan. We run um, and we do business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you keep it football? Yes. But, football. but, but, but <laughs> Back to football. It is honestly, it has been such an experience here. Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria is a very interesting, actually, dub if you think about it. You have one of the more heated countries. Hated countries in Anglophone Africa versus one of the more hated countries in Francophone Africa meeting each other in a final, like has been the theme of the whole AFCON, is that it's not people supporting the team, it's people hating on the other on the team. So, <laughs> Ghanaians will be supporting Cote d'Ivoire not because they support Cote d'Ivoire but because they hate Nigeria. So, the height of Nigeria moves them forward. And I think the better part, Senegalese, I don't think would want to support Cote d'Ivoire because. <laughs> They would probably don't like Cote d'Ivoire more than uh, more than they do like Nigeria. Yeah. So it's it's a very interesting twist on how everything is happening, and it has essentially been the theme of the Afcon. And I think in that that friendly friendly fire, there's always been the camaraderie and uh, has added to the excitement and the drama. So the last minute goals, the dancing and hammering that's happening among the um, among the Ivorians, the p- people um, Tunisians meeting up with. Bars buying for Nigerians uh, beer just simply because they don't like Egypt or they don't like Ghana. You know, it's just been all, all, all good vibes I could say. So, yeah, I'm really excited about the finals. I'm really excited about what comes up after this, and you know, and if anything, if this, if
3: this is how Afghans are, I think this is the best tournament in the world. Well, you're not the only one, by brother, who thinks that uh, this is the best Afcon in history. Yeah. Uh, so many people, especially our elders, who have covered uh, several. Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, this is my third, but we have people who have been covering it since '96 and uh, and before, and they testify that in terms of entertainment, uh, this one ranks up there. But Wickly, uh, before we probably uh, get to talk about the final, what has stood out for you? What memory are you going to go with that uh, defined this Africa Cup of Nations in your view?
6: Okay, I think first of all, African football has improved because when you look at most of the teams, they're really playing nice football, and then they are. Uh, very many teams and countries we used to call the underdogs. They've really challenged and proved to be one of the biggest teams. Because when you when you try and look at the FIFA rankings, most of the top teams actually are not even here. So we've had teams like Cape Verde coming and beating people. We've had other teams. So generally, and then um, I would say Cote has set the bar way high. Because when you look at the stadiums, they're placed in different parts of the country. Um, when you look at the regions and then at the infrastructure is also there. So I think uh, this has been a very interesting AFCON to watch um, compared to all the other AFCONs that I've watched. I've really enjoyed. I've even forgotten some Premier League teams. Some days I even forgot to watch Chelsea. So I think you can see that indeed our football has. Who been. looks forward to watching Chelsea today? Uh, this day and age. What, what, what are you saying? <laughs> if, if you look at this decade, if you're looking at the teams that have made up in the past 10 years, of course Chelsea's leading is on top there, so of course it still remains as the team.
3: Back to the AFCON <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, What what, what are your thoughts um, on on the final? Uh, Nigeria playing their eighth final, Côte d'Ivoire playing in their fifth final.
6: Okay, I think when you look at how Côte d'Ivoire has been moving, of course, we thought Côte d'Ivoire had packed their bags home, but we've seen that Côte d'Ivoire has even beaten what we thought was the best team, Senegal. So I think Côte d'Ivoire is taking it. We are really behind the elephants. Uh,
3: Solomon, what memory... Are you going to go away with?
1: Honestly, it's not a good one for an overall perspective. I remember the group stage. Ivory Coast 4 0 lost to Ektera again. Mm. I was shocked. I did not see it coming. I never saw it. No way. They lost 4 0, and the goals just kept coming and coming. And at 1 point I thought, okay, Ivory Coast to bounce back. Of course, they'll bounce back. And it's not, happen- <laughs> it's not happening. And they added another, and another, and another. I was like, I'm sure the fans there were more shocked than I was at
5: home, to they be dis- honest. They even destroyed a lot of things they were very
1: and um, um, I understand because if I were a fan in the stadium I would not be happy going to yeah, play it yeah. I because the host home nation going to play a team like Cape Verde and you go and lose for 0 No, no, no. That does not happen. Well,
3: well you're saying all that. One thing that people don't talk about, uh, the head of state, Alassane Uta'ar, was actually in the stadium. So just imagining being taken to the gutters when the head of state is <laughs> sitting in the VIP. And watching. But uh, I mean, uh, they have a second battle at, at the Cherry. Of course, they're playing Nigeria. The same team that beat them in the group stages. And what are your thoughts on, on, on the final?
1: Goodiva, d'Ivoire We're dead in the We're back from They are literally back from the dead. In this tournament, so they are like zombies in the tournament. So I don't think you can kill a zombie. They are not going to lose. <laughs> the match will not be easy. That's we all know. Both teams are very good defensively. Nigeria have only considered twice: one open play, one penalty. That was in the last one against South Africa. So it's not going to be an easy one, but uh will come away. Ghost penalties, Codiva will come away. If it's normal time, Côte is going to beat them. That's clear. Coach. Technically speaking <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Your thoughts On the final Nigeria Cote
5: d'Ivoire Okay Nigeria uh, Nigerian Cote d'Ivoire As my brother said It will be a very difficult match But At the end Les Elephants. elephant The elephants win Yes it was looking at Their team play Although uh, I didn't watch A lot of their matches But for let's say their the last three games I have watched them. Mm, you they see that there've they, been a change change in their playing because at first they used to attack more just when they get the ball they will be panicking trying to just move to the final third. But this time when they get the ball you see possession. Even the defenders they don't panic. They'll just be playing among themselves And one thing that Nigeria can use to to punish them is their their pace because of their forwards. Usman is very he's very fast. He can just attack you very very fast he will tackle very fast that guy is a demon for, for that. <coughs> because when he loses the ball, he will just come to you like a tiger. No, As a striker, but when he has the ball to the same thing. That's the only thing. But me, I believe, El Presidente, Frank Essier. The guy can control the midfield for the violence. And also, the captain, you see passion. That's why I see like this AFCON is it's about passion. What you, what you want to achieve? It's not about you just playing for playing. It's like you can see passion in your team. Everybody killing themselves because you see, when when they, they lost that four, <laughs> 4 1 to Victoria Guinea, because of what the fans did in the stadium, they don't want to lose. Even, uh, I think, the quarter finals, they first considered the goal and later bounced to score the 2 1. You can see, like, they are hungry for goals and they are hungry for the trophy. And this, of course, has been the best. And they who think it, I think they will win. Not, I think they will win. Yes, they have the Abraham, your thoughts on the final. First of all, what, what
3: memory? are you going to go away with and uh, your thoughts on the final? Um, hopefully, my best
4: memories will be from the finals today. So I'm waiting to see what happens today. You don't have uh, any memory that my memories are—they are just sad from Ghana's matches. <laughs> <laughs> they are just sad too. from um, leading I, two I, nil against Mozambique oh, to two to, oh, I mean, oh, from 89th oh, minute, oh, like oh, oh,
2: <laughs>
4: it's been just very sad. So I'd would, I would rather keep my memories fresh for the finals. Yeah. Mm. Yes, your prediction for so, the final? Oh, I if if we've um, learned anything from. Argentina's 2022 World Cup campaign after they lost their first game against Saudi Arabia and then they realized it was like a wake-up call for them to like we have to win this we have to change how we think about this competition and I feel like the same thing has happened with Ivory Coast and now they, after their loss against um, Equatorial Guinea that very huge loss it's like they've They've completely changed their mentality, and I feel like they are going to take this all the way to the yes,
3: guys. As we wind up, we've created this kind of environment that Ivory Coast will be playing against Cote d'Ivoire in, in the final. Yet it is Ivory Coast or Cote d'Ivoire against uh, Nigeria, and uh, we have our Niger sister here. We would love to hear her, her thoughts. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Just 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 give us a prediction. I oh,
0: so. I mean... Why is Ivory
3: Coast wins. so Ivory Coast wins.
0: Why Ivory Coast? Ivory Coast will just win. Mean e <risos> a <risos>
3: You're giving up on Nigeria?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look is not nice.
3: <laughs> but we did get your name. and maybe they you do
0: Maria Mohamed, French. That's the difference.
3: French she has given up on the super egos. But uh, we served their best for last. Um, of course, uh, in 2027, East Africa is going to welcome the whole of Africa. So I want to give these two gentlemen a chance to brag, to tell you guys something nice you should be looking forward to in the Africa Cup of nations uh, comes to Uganda, Kenya, and Tanzania, and hopefully we can see all of you guys in, in those countries.
6: Quickly. Uh, come and uh, witness uh, the Pearl of Africa, the safaris. You guys, yeah, I hear there are elephants here, but I've not seen, any. I think there is one elephant here. But uh, you guys, you're going to enjoy uh, the good weather, the good food. I don't know whether you guys know about the Rolex, but you'll find it there. Not the watch, but this time it's the food. It. Uh, <laughs> 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 once you eat it you forget about the acheke and the jollof it's the best I'm telling you guys anyway,
3: the acheke I've tasted the acheke doesn't come close to the Rolex of course the Rolex and uh, you have the matoke and as uh, so many other, other things I, I believe uh, food in East Africa is the best food in the world I don't know if my Kenyan brother agrees or he has something special he wants to tell us
2: um, so first of all West Africans don't take spice you take fire there's a big difference <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not spice. It's fire. You burn you burn your stomach. I don't think you guys have taste buds. But yes, I we do actually welcome you guys in 2027. It's going to be exciting. Um, you will actually see animals not in the zoo but in the wild. Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania offers two very unique things: offers higher altitude, ha- offers really cool weather, offers like amazing safaris. But also the three countries offer a very unique landscape and very unique cultures. Um, West Africa has been interesting. In how Uganda is interesting in how they are preserved. Ghana, Ghana and Kodiva have are interesting in how they preserved their history and how they take pride in themselves. Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania equally take pride in our we take pride in ourselves but in a very different way. So you're all welcome to come and see the beauty of, of East Africa. So Karibuni. It's not far, it's just a six-hour plane ride. Actually, five hour. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I think they're building a road between Senegal and Mombasa. How many kilometers are those? I have no idea. (laughs) Hold on, Andrew. What course did you say you're doing at the university? I'm doing my master's in biodiversity, climate change, and ecosystem services.
3: Why aren't you in communications? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. The way you've sold East Africa. Man, (laughs) you must be misplaced. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, gentlemen and ladies, of course, we had one lady featuring on the podcast, the other cheering up from from a distance. Uh, uh, Thank you very much uh, for joining. Me on the Afcon with Clive podcast. It's been such an honor, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to see you guys uh, in 2027 with your families and and friends in Uganda, Uganda, Kenya. With Ghana not qualifying. (laughs) There are high chances that Ghana will not qualify. You know every Afcon, Ghana keeps on saying they're taking the trophy. Well, we've done it. it. it.
1: it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you give us the chorus of uh, the I will wind up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know the chorus of the Hamabla. I don't. It's (laughs) a (laughs) bit difficult. <coughs> That's all we remember. This girl, la Côte d'Ivoire, inspirante terre d'hospitalité reçoit l'Afrique.
2: Jour de fête. C'est
1: quoi You're not going to the piazza and buy. No we
3: some, uh, That's all the that time we had for you on the AFCON with Clive podcast. Uh, have a blessed day.
0: You have been listening to the AFCON with Clive podcast in partnership with Breeze Travel and Safaris, your trusted travel experts. Ready for your next adventure? Call us at Plus 256-772-587273 or 0414-253255 or 751 four three zero six six